Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon Dubich. Uh, we are here to preview the... Pre- no, never mind. Uh, we are here to talk about the bucket game getting canceled um, and then go over a couple other things that are going on with the IU football team. Brandon, what's up, buddy? I think there's plenty to talk about. I mean, uh, you know, Sands-Purdue game, uh, there's just so much... Uh, so much going on, um, both nationally and locally, with the IU football Hoosiers that uh, I definitely think uh, we got enough to talk about. Definitely. So, real quick on the bucket game, mutual decision. Um, you know, we had some COVID issues. I'm assuming they had some COVID issues. They canceled practice on, I think it was Tuesday. Um, they didn't say anything with internally as far as their football program goes, but I don't check on their stuff, so I don't really know. Um, some other stuff going on. Kane Womack. You mean, you're, you're not all over their message boards like they are ours. <laughs> Wait, are, yeah. are you are you telling me that that they care more about us than we care about them? That that can't be true. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, little brother. The little <laughs> brother. No. Um, some other news going on. Kane Kane Womack, defensive coordinator, seems to be on his way out the door, which is good for him, I guess. I I don't know if this is even a step up. I mean, technically in his role, going to head coach is a step up, step up out to uh, South Alabama, but it's South Alabama. So, so let, let's just get out of the way. I don't think this is a huge topic. So let's just, again, it's not the lead topic, but I, you know, I, I just, my thoughts on this, in my mind, it's a stepping stone for a stepping stone. Like if he does well at South Alabama, yes, he could get a head coaching job. But you can also get a a high level high coaching job for being a good defensive coordinator. So I think I, mean, I think if he stays at IU a few more years, he could have got you know I think if if he keeps his defense rolling like it is this year for the next two three four years, I think that puts him in line for you know a Vanderbilt or a Rutgers or a Wash. I mean I'm just throwing out lower Power Five conference teams, but I mean you you repeatedly see really good you know, high major defensive coordinators get low major uh, or get high major um, coaching jobs. So, yeah, I don't truly understand the move, but it's good for IU. I, I get it. It's, I think it's better for IU than it is for Kane Womack. Do you, do you agree or disagree? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal to replace him. I guess it's not his scheme, I don't think. I think it's all – CTA scheme and and we'll just hire internal or maybe I mean maybe we can make a big splash and get somebody else in there but I doubt that he's going to want to have somebody else's defense put into his team. No, um, it doesn't matter. We we can move on. Let's move who, on who, to who uh, there, there are three there are three candidates. Okay, uh, who, yeah, Brandon Shelby. Prefer? The, I yeah. I would prefer Brandon Shelby. Um, I mean he's been here for a while, ten ten years ten years now. Um, it it would be it would be a pretty easy transition for him. The other guys, I don't know. The other guys throwing around are, are Jason Jones. I don't know too much about him. He's only been here for a year. And then Kevin Peoples, same thing from Tulane, Green Wave. Um, yeah. Uh, woo! Uh, Tulane. Uh, you, right. you you definitely got me on the Tulane bandwagon. Rocking the Tulane shirt right now. I That's think they awesome. play Saturday, maybe they, so that I can support them a little bit. There we go. So my thing with Brandon Shelby is, you know, he he was already jumped once for for Kane Womack. Um, that's why I, you know, Kane was in here for a year before he got promoted. 
Uh, Kevin Peoples just came. I would think Kevin Peoples is probably the lead guy. And I mean, I honestly, all three of those guys know the system and are going to do a great job. Um, since I'm a betting man, my money's on Kevin Peoples. But, you know, I, I think, honestly, it's all about continuity more than it is about the name, honestly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We know that you're not the greatest. You can be a betting man, but you're not the greatest of betting men out there. So you guys can take his, uh, his candidate with a grain of salt Fade if me. you want. Fade me. <laughs> uh, let's move on. So uh, fuck the Big Ten. Yes. How does that sound? Um, yes. So it's... And I know that we both feel the same way, I think, about this. We both understand um, that this makes more sense for the conference, but I kind of want to break down I why I said... It uh, oh, okay. Well, maybe not. Well, let me break down kind of like why I, why I said fuck the Big Ten, because fuck them. Um, they can't make up their mind that, at, at all. So they were one of the, the, second, the second conference to postpone the season. That was in August. And then all of a sudden, everybody else is like, no, we're going to play. And then they're like, oh, uh, we should play. So then they turn around a, a little bit over a month later, all conference, no wiggle room, no nothing. But then they put in that rule, you have to play six games to qualify for a championship. And then IU happens. So, and here we are now, three months after they've brought the season back, and now we need to rewrite the rules for Ohio State because they didn't play six. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about money. It's all about PR, and it's all about maximizing profits. I mean, that's, that's, that's why this happened. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, people, were, you know, people were saying, you know, would it happen if this was Michigan versus IU? Yes. Would this happen if this was Penn State versus IU? Yes. Um, you know, I mean, the, at, the, at the end of the day, those programs are going to garner higher TV ratings. They're going to uh, hire ad revenue. They're going to um, – they have a better chance on, on a national chain, uh, stage, hypothetically. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's all it's about. So, I mean, honestly, fuck the Big Ten. I mean, they, they, they sold their soul, in my opinion, chasing the almighty dollar. But, definitely, um, definitely. Let's, let's real quick, real quick. Yeah. Swip or switch, uh, switch shoes here. Say IU beats Ohio State and has, uh, let's say, the Maryland game and Michigan game canceled. Would they flip it around then if IU's nope. undefeated? Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, you're, you're, saying, a, you're, you're saying a 5 and 0 IU against a 6-1 and one Ohio State. So yeah. you're saying? Yeah, and, and this is, again, that's just a hypothetical, and this is why I, I guess I'm okay with it. I mean, we, we had our chance. We had our chance to beat him. We didn't beat him, and that it is what it is, and that's why I kind of understand, or I totally understand why the Big Ten's doing it. But, again, as we said five or six times now, and fuck them. So, also, fuck the college football playoff. Um rankings at least uh fucking 12th 12 i'm sorry i'm cussing so much this one's gonna have an explicit tag all over it um 12th really no movement at all after beating wisconsin at home and yeah the score wasn't great but they obviously didn't watch any of that game yeah i mean call me captain obvious nobody wants iu in a new year's six bowl nobody wants iu in the college football playoff like it's a good story Right, like it's a good feel-good story, but guess what's a better story? 
Miami. Guess what's a better story? Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. Don't Guess say Iowa State. Better? I swear to God, if you say Iowa State, I'm going to lose Obviously, my I shit. I don't, I don't get the Iowa State thing, but Georgia. Like, all of these are sexier matchups, bigger storylines. Like, Cinderella's cool until it's not. You know, I mean, I'm a huge college basketball fan, and we all love seeing, you know, upsets, you know, in the first or second round. But at the end of the day, we want the best possible game, and a 13 seed playing a one seed isn't a great game. So, like, the Cinderella's fun until it's not. And until, just a fact of the fact of reality, until IU puts up sustained success, which we covered on the post-game pod, we both think is extremely possible. But until they actually do that, we're a Cinderella, Cinderella feel-good story as far as the national media, uh, you know, is concerning. Yeah, totally. So let's go over a couple things. Like, so on Tuesday, I, I get a text uh, from a buddy, a picture of ESPN. They're giving IU a four, almost a 40% chance of making the playoffs. This is Tuesday at 4... 445. They're giving us yep. a 37% chance of making the playoffs. This is on ESPN from the, the college football playoff prediction. 40% chance of making the playoffs. Rankings come out, we're 12th. But then they put out all of these other stats strength of record, fourth in the country, strength of schedule, sixth in the country. We have one loss. And that's the number are they three or four now? Ohio State. It doesn't matter. It's Ohio State at Ohio State by seven points with the ball, with a chance to tie, maybe win at the end of the game, and then three ranked uh, opponent wins on the season. Now, listening to, to Tom Allen yesterday, I guess he talked to some people involved with the playoff uh, committee, and they are saying that they're no longer considering those ranked opponents, which I get. Uh, they were overrated, I guess, going into the season. But when we beat them, they were ranked. So they technically count as three wins over ranked opponents, and I think we're one of three teams in the country. Where's Louisiana Lafayette? It's in the state of Louisiana. No, I know, but I'm I'm saying like how how can they like how can they put Iowa State five spots better when they lost to a team? I mean, there's no way they're ranked. I mean, maybe they are, but I mean, probably not. Looking at the rankings now, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they're 19th in the country. Okay. They're they're 19th again because when they beat Iowa, no, they weren't ranked. I they weren't think. ranked. So yeah, I mean, the, they're getting credit for beating them. a a. Yeah, they're they're getting credit for beating a Louisiana team that was unranked when they lost and now nineteenth. So Yeah, they lost by seventeen to the to the Raging Cajuns at home. At yeah, home by killed. seventeen points. And then they lose Iowa State's other loss was Oklahoma State, I guess. Um I think that was at Oklahoma State, but just by seven, which is that's a good loss. I mean the other teams in front of us, Georgia just based off name, I'm assuming that's why they're up there because they've so, same got, with Oklahoma, same yeah. with Miami. Oklahoma's got Oklahoma's schedule's okay. Um, it's not the Big Twelve sucks. Yeah, the Big Twelve does suck, but they you know they lost to uh, Kansas State and Kansas State. I looked up their record the other day and their their breakdown is awful. I mean, <laughs> Arkansas State beat them. Uh, they gave up 69, nice, to Texas at home. 69 points bro that's insane even in the big 12 and then uh, i don't know i just it's like i just get all flustered up again um told you i wasn't going to do this before we started the pod but here here we are again 
Uh, do I think we deserve to be seventh? Yes. Any higher than that? Probably not. So uh, to, to get to kind of merge these two topics together, because you know we're both obviously flustered and frustrated and pissed off, and we're all over the fucking place again. Explicit, explicit, explicit. Uh, I'm gonna not steal, but I'm gonna regurgitate a point that Clinton Yates from around the horn that I heard on Wednesday say this. There have been teams that have gotten in the college football playoff that didn't go to a conference championship game, that didn't win their conference. It literally happened to Ohio State. Ohio State didn't go to the Big Ten championship, yet got into the college football playoff. I, his point was, we can live in a world where IU goes to the Big Ten championship, and we, can, we live in a world where Ohio State can still go to the playoff. He didn't understand which now I can't understand why both of those things can't happen because they it's, it's clear. It's clear. Ohio state is a top four team in the country. And, and I don't think anyone, I don't think that's really up for debate. I think it's also not up for debate that IU qualified for the big 10 and deserves to be in the big 10 based on those guidelines. Like, what do you think about that point from, from Clinton Yates? Um, I'm not going to totally um, counterpoint him, but I also wasn't totally paying attention. I was watching a, a heron swallow a, a baby alligator because um, I, I don't really give a shit about the national media anymore. Yeah. Because um, in, in my mind, both can exist. Like, like, like IU deserves to be in the Big Ten championship and Ohio State deserves to be in the college football playoff. Both things can be true. I mean, okay. that's, that's the short version of my long-winded explanation. Okay. Yeah, I put my phone away. Um, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, no, that makes – I totally agree. Totally agree with you. Um, the other thing that really bothers me is, I mean, how can the AP and the college football playoff be so far off? Like, we're seventh. We move up there. We move up in the coaches. And for the third straight – week in a row we don't move we're playing the teams on the schedule maryland coming into that game maryland was ranked i think by the college football playoff um 24th maybe or maybe it was the coaches one of the polls had maryland ranked so it's another ranked victory for iu yep and but it doesn't matter because they're not ranked anymore i just it just boggles my mind that any of those teams that we played I'd put Rutgers up against Kansas State. I'd put uh, Maryland, Michigan, Penn State, any of those teams into the Big 12. And we may be talking about different seasons for any of those teams. Not Rutgers. Rutgers sucks. But, um, you know, the other teams, like Maryland is, is okay. They're on the verge of being decent. Um, but I don't, I'm just rambling again, man. I, but it, here's my thing, and it's just, it's just so funny. Um, if we would play Wisconsin again, I think Vegas would have us as underdogs. You know, I mean, if, if we played Penn State or Michigan, I don't know how much of favorites we would be. Like, I get, I get you know, the, the college football committee, whatever his name, the speakerhead for him saying, well, they're not ranked now. Let's put, up, let's put up Michigan against some of these, you know, against UL Lafayette. I guarantee Michigan's favorite against UL Lafayette. 
I guarantee Wisconsin's, you know, 20 point favorites over Kansas State. You know, like the teams we like, if you, if you just compare resumes, again, we do this all the time in college basketball, compare resumes. Our resume is so vastly better than the teams ahead of us. It's, it's, it's highway robbery. I mean, there, there's really no other way to put it other than IU is getting screwed by the name on their jerseys um, and not by the validity of the resume. Yeah. I mean, as I said, sixth in the country strength of schedule i don't know yep. if that goes into preseason rankings or current strength of schedule either way we B- bcs remember the bcs yeah yeah we go into that formula uh, i don't know if it does now go back to it um <laughs> <laughs> we'd be in the we'd be in the top four probably um strength of schedule or strength of record which i i don't know i don't want to break down that whole ag- algorithm but uh, fourth in the country there i mean uh, the other teams in front of us are the, are the big time players. I mean, it's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's the big time players for strength of record, and yet we still don't get any respect as far as our ranking goes. I don't know, dude. I'm like sweating now. Like, I I wasn't gonna get upset about it like this, but you know, here we are. Let's talk uh, real quick. What, what, what's going to happen before before we get to this? Uh, this is a hypothetical as well. I can't wait until they hold IU out of a New Year's Six Bowl because I think it's going to happen. And we're going to play someone like USC or North Carolina, and we're going to beat the ever living tar. Like I want them to put us against a, a, a Coastal Carolina or a BYU. Like let's put the darlings together in the fucking Outback Bowl. Um, and we're just going to beat the ever-loving shit out of them. And I'm going to declare ourselves national champions. Is what, gonna... what if we made the Big Ten championship? They just kept all the rules where they were. You were talking about going into games, being underdogs, and everything else. IU Northwestern, we go into that game as an underdog too, don't we? Oh, yeah. No, in the Peyton Ramsey Bowl, we're absolutely underdogs in that game. Because they'll, they'll play, oh, they have a backup quarterback. Like, they're losing their defensive. Again, they'll, they'll play whatever fucking line they want to play. Yeah, I, I put that line, again, as, as you've previously mentioned, I bet I'm not a good better. But if I was Vegas, I'd say IU plus one and a half. Like, a close to a pick em Yeah. Game. Yeah, I don't know. Another dumb hypothetical thing that's just purely emotional and just, I'm just rambling on about stuff. But let's go. Speaking of people rambling and, and not making any sense about anything, a lot of the a lot of the message boards for IU football are, are asking for us to replay Purdue next week if we can play football next week. Yes. Why uh, Why would we want to downgrade our opponent next week yeah. to Purdue instead of trying to play Iowa, another ranked team, another ranked team? So if we go into that game and we beat that ranked Iowa team, then our, our New Year's Six uh, probability goes up. But then if we go in and beat – I mean, we're going to beat Purdue. That's yeah. just what it is. That, that was another point that, you know, uh, Clinton Yates had was what benefit, like, why does Ohio State want to play this game against Northwestern? They have everything to lose. Like, if they lose the Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship, their season's over. So, like, like it, it doesn't make, you know, to kind of bring this to apples to apples, it does IU absolutely no good to play Purdue. You know? It, yeah, IU has all the lose. Purdue has all the gain. That's a bad situation. Let's just avoid it. Yeah, I think the same thing can be said about Ohio State playing Northwestern because if they 
if and when they beat Northwestern 52 to 10, um, cause that's what happened last time. Peyton Ramsey was a quarterback against an Ohio state team. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think again, it does, it does neither team any good. And, but I honestly, I, I don't think if you look at teams that have paused, uh, football activity, it's almost always two weeks. So I, I do think we're done watching IU play in a, in a non bowl game for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think Ohio state has any shot at losing, um, this week, uh, next weekend. Not we also have no business weekend. losing to, to Purdue, but again, you know, crazy things happen. Agreed. I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm like sweating and upset now and it's like ruined my day. Do you think we should just, dude, like, not to make done? this all about me, but I'm going to make this all about me. I had the Steelers lose on Steelers lose on Monday. I had this news come out on Tuesday IU basketball drops a heartbreaker on Wednesday. I've had a rough fucking sports week. Like, I, I don't know how I haven't drank at all this week, but I'm def- you know, we're, we're recording this on a Friday morning. Um, I think I'm going to get pretty sloshed tonight. As is tradition. And I think I've deserved it. Steelers, IU football, IU basketball. It's been a rough fucking week. Yeah, mine not so rough. Not so rough. Well, it's been pretty bad. Starting Sunday, I mean, Arsenal got beat by Tottenham and, you know, all that stuff. I don't really care that much about IU basketball right now. It's kind of early. Um, I don't know. We don't need to talk about them. Yeah, Maybe there's there's 47 IU basketball podcasts. Yeah. Um, now I have to tag them in this. <laughs> no, don't do it. I'm don't do it. it. I don't want those um, comments. Yeah. Uh, it's signing day next week. Uh, do we do we want to touch on that at all? Um I don't, I don't think there's going to be any surprises. I think probably the biggest biggest non-surprise surprise is Maurice. We, we're keeping Maurice Freeman, um, who honestly could be a, a freshman starter at safety. We've, we've kind of mentioned how, in my opinion, safety's been probably our weak spot this year. Um, so, you know, and we, we saw, we saw a, a Taiwan uh, Mullen step in as a true freshman and play right away. Uh, Tom Allen is not adverse to playing true freshmen if they deserve it. So I think, I think that's a huge coup, um, keeping off the big dogs, supposedly, um, keeping off the big dogs away from Maurice Freeman and him signing next week. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah, that is big. And I'm just poking around in here a little bit, um, looking at some of the recruits coming in, Jack S. Smith, uh, Donovan McCauley. I don't know if any of these people are trying to sign early or not um, outside of Freeman. Um, Free, I'm hoping. Yeah, Freeman signing early. Don't forget about DJ Matthews coming yeah. in. From yeah, uh, he from he'll be enrolling too. Yeah, yeah, and he'll just be our WAP replacement. Which God, so I mean, again, it's a little early to talk about this. I don't think WAP leaves. Um, you don't think so? To to, uh, to go undrafted? Um, I don't know. I mean, I it, you know, you do get to a point where you've you've peaked your potential. But I think he wants to come back and go undefeated again, or potential of going undefeated and going to the college football playoff. I think I think a lot of these fringe guys, uh, like like a WAP, who honestly he's not an NFL, NFL receiver. Sorry, he's not. Um, I think he comes back. So you know, I'm I'm drooling at the thought of WAP on one side, you know, us going four wide um, with with you know, because do you think Hendershot goes? Yeah, I think he's going. 
I think yeah, if he, I think if I think they Henry's play next week and he has a big game and then he has a good game in the bowl, he's he's out. He's just he's just built and he's got that potential. Yep. He has an NFL body. Yeah, he's a top five tight end. So uh, we'll see. So what? Uh, what I was like, it. he's probably he's, he's there's anywhere between f- roughly fifteen tight ends get drafted, about ten to fifteen depending on the class. He's top ten. I don't know if I'd put him top fifteen. I think, I think he's top or five. top five. I think he's top five. So what I was what I was getting at at the beginning. So yesterday's college football playoff odds came out, and IU is the same odds as Texas A and M, plus three thousand, ahead of Cincinnati and Northwestern. Either way. Let's take a, a quick little just look at our uh, incoming freshmen, hopefully, um, for next year. Who, uh, who are you excited about potential signing day guys? Man, I mean, the, the toughest position to recruit at a school like IU is offensive line. I, I think Josh Sales is a massive signing for us, 6'6", 285. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if he's going to line up on the left or right side. That's apologies on me for not doing my, my homework there. But, you know, again, that IU has had skill position players, you know, they're, you know, through the Kevin Wilson area era and even before then, but, you know, Caleb Jones, uh, Benson, uh, now Josh sales. I mean, if we can just continue to recruit guys like that, that's how you're going to solidify, uh, an offense. So that's that's the guy for me that you know I, I was I was pumped when we signed him and I can't wait to he, for him to get to campus start working in the strength and conditioning program and you know him him contribute uh, pretty early might 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 not start because of who we already have uh, but we know we like to rotate offensive and defensive linemen so Josh Sales goes for me as uh, the guy I'm most excited uh, to sign that dotted line next week. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. And, and again, I don't know if this guy's going to sign early or not. We don't really talk too much about him, but Jacques Smith, um, Jacques Smith, uh, is a major recruit for us out of Atlanta. Uh, wide receiver, he's got decent size, 6'1", 190, it says. Uh, four-star kid with, I mean, you name the school, man. Name them. They offered him. Alabama, Auburn, Colorado, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, all of them. Miami, Michigan, Minnesota. Um Notre Dame, like just go down the line. They all offered this kid, and we're we're gonna lose Ty. Um, I don't yes. see him coming back. Ty so is somebody that's gonna come sure. in, that's gonna have his kind of frame that can make those uh, jump ball catches, and that's what this kid looks like he can do. Um, so I'm pretty excited about him. Dude, but, what a uh, wide receiver haul! Yeah. Uh, Jack has Smith, Jordan Williams, DJ Matthews. Like all three of those are absolute playmakers. Yeah, Jordan Williams is a sneaky one, too. Um, not a big accolade guy, three stars, uh, but he's got some big offers, too. So um, either way, man, let's wrap this up. We'll, uh, we'll talk next week. After this weekend, we'll see some football from some other teams, not IU or Purdue. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about if we're going to have a championship week. And uh, if not, we'll look more at the recruits coming in and uh, what we should expect on the 16th. There we go. All right, Mike, you have a good weekend. Go to Lane. And uh, as always, Elio. Elio, wave up. I don't know if that's what they say. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. 
Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.